What do China, LeBron James, and South Park all have in common? We break it down. We delve into a censorship controversy that the internet was talking about, LeBron James got clowned about, and the writers and creators of South Park took a very interesting take on. And then we're going to talk about movies, cinema to be precise, and whether or not Marvel movies are cinema because legendary director Martin Scorsese doesn't think that they are. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair, and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging With Apes. Go on over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter, and if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. Truly is the best. Our catalog is the best, but you know who else's catalog is really, 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 really good? Who's? The creators of South Park. They are on their 20-something season. They did the Book of Mormon. They are just geniuses of comedy. And once again, they have struck with comedic gold. Yep. And LeBron James is in the middle of all of it. Yep. And all of Disney. That episode is great. And and you're right. Everything that they touch is gold. If you guys haven't watched the Book of Mormon when it comes to Chicago, or if you're in New York, watch it. How many times have you seen the Book of Mormon? I want to say for sure twice. Twice. I'm pretty sure it's been twice. I'm definitely going to watch it again. And I was thinking of going to New York to go check it out. Yeah, I saw it twice as well. Yeah, because if it comes... uh. When it comes to Chicago, it's like a limited time. So sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, if stuff gets in the way, you don't get to see it. But, uh, yeah, definitely a good play. Uh, a musical. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a musical. Um, Who would have thought some Southside urban hood guys would love <laughs> a musical? That's crazy. Well, I mean, remember when we got there? It was just like, <laughs> it was a you, me. Uh, Vince, yeah, Ernie, and, I think was and with Ernie us. was Donnell with us. I'm not sure, but all I know it was Jimmy. Like, I think Jimmy was with us. Yeah, no, hmm, that's interesting. I, I don't remember exactly who it was, but there's a group of us. Yeah, a group of minorities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so eloquently put, right? Like, like we, it was all white. Everything, everybody was white. <laughs> like the only. It, it reminded me of that Dave White Chappelle. White metropolitan yuppies. Yeah. Like, just the, it's very interesting. This shit was hilarious. And it's like, it reminded me of that Dave Chappelle when he's in the plane and there's all white people and he sees the other black dude and they just <laughs> nod at each other. <laughs> like every time I would see like a black dude or like a Latino guy, I was just nod. Yeah. Like, she goes to hell. We got y'all. Yeah. <laughs> No, but it, it it's great. And if you're if you're a South Park fan, uh, and you're a fan of their comedy satire, then obviously you would enjoy the play. And that's why I enjoyed the last sketch. What was it called? The Band for China. Yeah. Classic. 
Um, which is funny because I think they wrote that before LeBron said that, right? I, f- I feel I feel it came out way too close. Yeah, the well, I don't know if you you saw the week after though the episode they got it. That's when they got at LeBron. Yeah, because, with Cartman exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then that's why I was like, damn, that's kind of crazy because they kind of uh, I, I, they echoed what was wrong with what LeBron said prior with, to him saying it. Yeah, exactly, and. and uh, I know it was uh, someone from the Houston Rockets, the GM, was it? Yeah, uh, David Murray, Murray, something like that. Yeah. And essentially he had tweeted something in support for the Hong Kong protests. Yeah. And China was not having it. I guess they canceled a bunch of NBA events, I think even some games. I don't know if like actual games were going to be held there. Or if the, these games were just going to be broadcasted, yeah. but the NBA has been investing a lot of money into China because of you know the huge market that it is. Yeah, and uh, it, it, I found it hilarious because before LeBron said anything, it's it's hilarious how like Steve Kerr and Stephen Curry and you know all these NBA figures they'll they'll be quick to say something about Trump. Yeah. And and uh, obviously, you know that they're not very familiar with politics by just the way they, they voice their opinion or what they say. They don't know shit about it, to be frank. Yeah, uh, they're not. But they're quick to say something because obviously because it's cool to not like Trump and, and it's kind of the norm in that realm. Well, then there's no one going to be checking you. But of course... Here comes Mr. Mori, says something about, I stand with the people of Hong Kong. They start asking Steve Kerr. They start asking Stephen Curry. And all of a sudden, they're like, well, we're not experts. We don't really know. I, I'm not sure. Like, yeah. we're going to have to look into it. I mean. where Where is that restraint mm-hmm. when it comes to everything else in politics? It's yeah. very, very interesting and very hypocritical. And it's so interesting because... The Daily Wire, which is obviously ran by Brian Shapiro, had a headline that was so awesome. I know you're gonna get a kick out of this. It says, "When it comes to when it comes to China, LeBron James does indeed shut up and dribble." <laughs> and you remember that whole thing with Laura Ingram with the whole shut up and dribble, <laughs> yeah. and like, oh, that's racist and this and that. And it was yeah. so funny because that's essentially what you've done. Like what you should have did with Laura Ingram. Just shut up and dribble because you don't know. She invited you on the show. You would have got bodied. But yet, like, you want to, like, hoot and holler about all this other shit. You should have did the same thing. Oh, well, you are doing that with China when you shouldn't be doing it with them because you're so pro-human rights and all this other stuff. But at the end of the day, it's about the bank account. And I'm not really upset about that, like, uh, in in the fact that you have self-interest. My thing is that you're so hypocritical and you lie about it. You lie about the self-interest that you have. Yeah. And you try and you try and uh, become the social activist that you're not, obviously, because, well, oh, shit, it's China and we're doing stuff over there. So let's not let's not talk too much, you know, whereas over here you'll be critical and this, this and that, that again, because it's a cool thing. So it's, it's like you're in it's a safe space. Yeah. As Echo a college, chamber. Yeah. As, as, as colleges would, would have you say, 
and and it's like well even even what he said was very very uh condescending to Mori because it's like yeah because when you when you don't really know what you're t- he he made it seem like dude didn't know what he was talking about and maybe if you don't know yeah f- you you might have free speech but you got to be careful of the people you hurt and and I mean it's just well I I don't know that that would fly well fly over very well and it didn't on Twitter people were like damn these motherfuckers will say anything just to get this Chinese money. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's funny because, again, the episode the South Park had um, before the one where they actually did parody LeBron James with Cartman, that's what that whole episode was about, you know? Um, <laughs> Mickey Mouse being mad because people have yeah, shit. So the, essentially the premise was Randy Marsh went to China to, to take his weed company there to break into the market and as he's trying to break into the market, he realizes that there are all these other companies in other entities, you know, in other fields where they're also trying to break into the market. But it, what it just so happens to be that in order to break into China's market, because it is a communist country, you have to appease to the government. So, yeah, they'll let you break into the market, but you have to adhere to their censorship rules. You have to adhere to their guidelines, their regulations. So it begs to question, and this is what the whole premise of the episode was, is how much are you willing to put up with and and essentially sell yourself for money? Like how much of your soul are you willing to trade off for your money to the point where like because for the most part this is like art sports and entertainment these are things that kind of come from the heart so to speak yeah it shouldn't be so easy to like just trade your values off just because of this country and their regulations but because you want that money you're willing to do so but at what point does one draw the line or is it do you ever draw a line yeah, and I mean, you do have to draw a line and be true to who you are, you know? Because, I mean, imagine if, if, if we did music according to what the end times are. Well, then, first of all, we would have, like, several face tattoos, you know? Uh, dreadlocks, probably. Um, really t- super tight clothing. Uh, and would probably be auto-tuned every other song. And basic wouldn't exist. And ba- Yeah, exactly. Basic by the audio apes, and if you haven't heard it, you should, uh, would not exist because that's who we really are, you know? And then it's like, well, obviously people have their moral code. Uh, and, and, and Basic, accept it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and it's like, well, shit, you should really think about what you're willing to, what you're willing to give into to just make a, a quick buck or not, maybe not a quick buck. Right. And maybe it's a, so not the American way. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I mean, and you made a good point. I, I didn't, I, I knew that South park, I mean, uh, not South park that, uh, Disney had before, kind of worked out movies but you were telling me something about iron man yeah i don't know which iron man it was but there's a scene in one of the iron man movies where for the chinese audience and the chinese theaters 
a scene was edited in where Tony Stark goes to China and has a Chinese doctor perform some sort of procedure yeah. on him. And that was put in there just to appease their government. Yeah. And that's a hell no for me. Like if, if China said, we're not going to, well, I guess not then. We're not going to uh, show your film unless you have this scene. Well, I guess you're not going to watch this film then. Because at that point, that's your art, you know? Yeah. Um, which, I mean, kind of ties into what we'll talk about later, which I'll make that point later. But it's like, well, I'm not going to show a scene that you want me. Like, this is something that I made. I wrote. Directed, produced, yeah. whatever the case. And, and And you're right. It does tie into what we're going to talk about later. And when you see the ones that do take their art very seriously, they don't budge on that. Like Quentin Tarantino. Yep. Right now, there's a there's some headlines going on, uh, going across the internet, where he's saying, "No, I won't recut or re-edit Once Upon a Time in Hollywood." And I guess it's the the scene that where Bruce Lee is there. And I yeah. guess because how you said he's of of Chinese descent, I don't know if they want that scene taken out or they want the scene changed in the movie to appease them. And he's like, "Well, no, I'm not going to do it." Yeah. <laughs> why why would he you know like again if you're looking at it from the artist and artistic point of view that's like a big no-no yeah. you know like you think about that i i did this this is what my vision was this is what i felt in my heart of hearts what i wanted to make and you're telling me to change it because it offends you or no <laughs> no and and again, it, it begs to question like the people that do end up selling out. Um, what 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 is that saying about about them? Like for example, we go back to LeBron James. You're a social activist. This this and that. Um, I mean, these people in Hong Kong and, and, and I mean, the protests have been massive. And I wonder, because we had a discussion in pre-production and I had told you, I was like, well, damn, this is getting crazier and crazier. Yeah. And like, this shit is getting wild. I'm, I, I wonder what it is now that's happening in China that wasn't happening before. And we started kind of delving in. You, you made a very valid point. They probably, they restrict a lot of, yeah, coming yeah. Out. Uh, the media is very much restricted. So there's a lot of stuff that's going on that we don't, we just don't know about. It's the same yeah. thing, or, or obviously to a lighter degree in China. But like, we don't know see with the craziness that's going on in North Korea because media is not allowed there. Like, you can't. Yeah. You're just not gonna see this. You're not gonna broadcast this to the world. Yeah. The situation in Hong Kong is because. Hong Kong has a different sovereignty yeah. than the rest of China. So right there, there's a little bit more liberty in, in terms of like what can be broadcast out of there. And the situation in Hong Kong is getting so crazy that we have no choice but to pay attention to it at this point. Yeah. So now people are like, whoa, okay, damn. Like even me, I I know because they're communists that they're gonna they're all for censorship. But I had no idea that they were doing it to this magnitude, where even like these American ass enterprises are adhering 
to yeah. these motherfuckers. Like I didn't know that. What made me aware of that is South Park. Yeah, South Park was what made me aware that it's going on to this magnitude. And and, and even then, like the the whole Winnie the Pooh thing, like I I did not know. Yeah, about that. and then I looked into that shit. <laughs> That's a big thing. Like they'll kill a motherfucker for like rocking a Winnie the Pooh shirt because and you know why they did it. Because you know, like what you know how it is. Here Which I didn't even till recently know who Winnie the Pooh was. You know that like, <laughs> you didn't know that I didn't know who he was. Oh, shit. Like, like uh, and I knew of him, but I didn't. Like, I don't know, like the characters. I knew him and Piglet. That's about it. No, I didn't. I didn't know them, <laughs> motherfuckers. Like, where do they come from? <laughs> I I don't even think I've ever watched a movie, but I I've seen them. Like, I always see the 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 fucking fat little bear with the sweat. He has a sweater on, right? Or no? Yeah, even... yeah, red sweater. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and but it always freaks me out because I don't know if you've seen like the live action movies or like the trailers at all. No, he talks just like this. Hey, piglet, <laughs> I want some honey. <laughs> but like the way he talks, it yeah, just freaks me which, the fuck which out. Which was so great in the episode because they went around looking for honey, <laughs> and then well, some some shit popped off. But uh, it's it, but anyway, I didn't know that that was like an online internet thing where where they were saying how the president of china looks just like dude yeah but see that's the thing like that's a meme here that shit blows up and that's why they censored it because they're like well this this has a potential to have you know viral you know fucking it's just gonna go viral then what how do we stop this everyone's gonna link this to the president and then you know, if if you know how memes work, then you start using them against people, and then it just becomes a thing, like the like the frog uh, <laughs> thing uh, here. What, what's what's that frog's name? Uh, I don't remember. Pepe. Yeah. Yeah. Like he he became a thing. It just imagine they'll censor him over there if if it became a thing over there because all this shit. This is a, this is a form of of communication between people. Yeah, and, so and, and it, it's a form of protest. It's a form of revolt. You yeah. they. They're not for that. Like they don't want any sense of of disagreement or going against what the government believes. They don't want any sense of individuality. This is a total, total different ideology than than what people here are are used to and what they're accustomed to. That's why it's so sad that these topics are not more widespread and not talked about more. Cause, man. Well, I mean, how can you even fathom living like that? Well, it's horrible, but I mean, like we literally would not be able to have this show oh, in a country no. like that. We would not. It would not be the platform wouldn't even be available. And that's the thing. Like, that's where all this, you know. Let me give you an example. All this uh, justice for Harambe shit should fucking be deaded immediately because, like. Like, for as much shit as people talk, like, they're sure gonna buy shit that's made in China, right? So, you already get into the slippery slope about caring about all this shit that you really don't care about. Right. You know? And then you have people that that are protesting over there for their rights, and then you start seeing how we buy everything from, like, their big manufacturers. And then, if you break that all the way down, like... That's how even jobs are taken because over there is just such cheap labor and, slave and they get labor. Tra- yeah slave labor. It's like people don't link that together, you know. And and well, this is a way for you to kind of. I read see how- 
I read this online. I don't know how true this is, so this is definitely a disclaimer, but I read that there are certain factories in China that are in high rises where they have what they call suicide nets around the building because motherfuckers be jumping out the windows and like the nets are designed to like catch them. God damn. Like, I don't know how true that is. That's yeah. just because, again, the media can't go and investigate this shit. Yeah. But even that in and of itself is is very telling that, like, you, the, you this is a place where they don't even have the freedom where they, the media can go and check to see if this shit is There's any true. validity to it. Because, see, the thing is, despite, despite like, the fake news, despite <laughs> that, like, how that shit is in this country, it's nothing compared... It's still like great and a great tool in the sense of the media was always this thing to kind of check the government for the people. Yeah. It's just like, okay, well, you're all fucked up. We're going to let the people know type shit. Yeah. I think in this country, by and large, that's been a privilege that's been somewhat abused. Mm-hmm. Now, like, you know, because of the now it's it's very uh, agenda based and biased, but that's really w- was never what the function was intended to be for the media. The people of China, they don't have that. No. They don't have such a, a watchdog, so to speak. Oh, hell no. And, and you know, it's shocking because, you know, I, we read up on stuff like this and we keep informed. But, you know, I was telling people at work about like their surveillance government now, how it's becoming yeah. a lot more surveillance based. And then they have that um, human credit, s- social, social credit score. Yeah. And people were like shocked because they didn't know about this. And it's like there's these cameras are so like they're like in every corner mm-hmm. and they, ha- they, they have facial recognition. And then that facial recognition, it shows the the social credit, human credit. And basically what that is, is like, think of it like a credit card. But instead it's like, like, let's say if you jaywalked, you get credit points from your social credit deducted. Or, or if, if, you got arrested. If, if a motherfucker told them that like you were talking bad about the government, like now you're going to be on a watch list, like all yep. kind of like just in, insanity, really. Yeah. Now that would limit you because... The social credit would be a way for you to be able to get loans to maybe start a business. Oh, you can't, right? Because it's China. See? <laughs> so it's like it becomes like, well, it's all this human control and not any mobility for someone to, you know, have a better life. No. And and that's that's what communism is. That's, a, you know, like you're not going to be able to do these things. Some people are cool with it because it says, oh, it checks people. But like, isn't that? Nah. Yeah. What the fuck? Isn't that like a, a, a human right to, to, you know, just have the decency to be a good person? Like you're going to like let people, let the government abuse your rights to the point where like that shit basically corners well, it's you. not even about let anymore. They don't have a choice in the matter yeah. at this point. But I, I again, I was very shocked that people don't know about that. That's like a huge market right now with the whole surveillance thing. I mean, facial recognition, the social credit, um, cameras everywhere. And I mean, it's only going to get worse with these drones. Like, it's going to be like some upgrade shit, like the movie. Yeah. Where like the drones are, are flying around and it's like, well, you got to be very careful because it's like the U.S., is a polar opposite, but we have the technology. And you see the the 
the real socialist slash communist politicians th- th- yeah. that are here and there. Well, that's what's so scary about the people that are so for the Bernie Sanders, the Elizabeth Warrens, the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the Beto O'Rourke's, is that these people are not a far cry away from the beliefs and the agenda of China. And let you not be fooled, China... The Islamic State, a lot of these things, these entities that are against the the United States, Russia, a lot of that is based in traditionalism and a lot of like the liberal mindset that we have here that are so pro like the AOCs and the Beto O'Rourke's and all of that. Understand one thing, if and when those people were to take over and your socialist slash communist utopia were to ensue all you motherfuckers engaging in that liberal ass behavior they're gonna kill you you know that right like they're using you so they could get what they and then they will kill you because if you look at at how things are in their their country they're not with that shit no they they will use you to like yeah let's like disrupt the country divide and conquer all of that but like if if there were to be a situation where what they want when and and they were able to take over what they their agenda was to ensue, these motherfuckers would be the first ones on the chopping block. They'll be throwing gays out of the buildings. Yeah, they do that shit in those countries. Like fucking, just throw them all. You're gay, all you're lesbian, all you're you can't be dressing like that, bitch. You better fucking cover up. Yeah. Oh no, beat her ass, killer. Like slut walk. <laughs> like honestly, like 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 they like. <laughs> <laughs> on some real shit like i was i was actually talking to to islamic guy uh the other day and i was i was just like you know for kicks i was like what what is the penalty I, I was like you're in your religion how do they what do they do about like women that that cheat on their husband straight up he's like they get stoned like it's not like they get stoned to death yeah <laughs> Like here, you that. you get you get child support, alimony, and a house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Welcome to America. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the that's the difference because you because see they're looking at it through the filter of oh everyone's equal, it's our rights, our rights, our rights. Now <laughs> you've now given the yeah, power to like, the government. It's your rights, your rights, your rights in a country that values your rights. Like Donald Trump and all these motherfuckers, like you, you, you have a problem with Donnie T and and Mike Pence. Oh, wait till you see Putin and fucking yeah. whoever. Else. Like you know what I'm saying? Like nah, you don't. Nah, and and that's where the ignorance really, really kills me because it's just like, oh god, you know nothing. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 pretty crazy because like for as much as uh. You know, we have the the internet, and 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 could look up some information. I feel that a lot of people just don't know what goes on over there. And you made a very valid point. There's not a lot of spotlight to it until not a lot of spotlight. And and let's be honest, like people don't really care about world affairs. Like that's yeah, that is a plague of this country right now. Like for as much as I respect people that say oh well i don't vote because i'm not informed i i do to some degree respect that because what you're saying is like yeah i don't want to like put 
you know, invalidate my input, but there's still no excuse for staying uninformed. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, okay, like you at, at this current level, at this current state, you don't know. And I hear that and I can, I can rock with it, but there's just, it just stays that way though. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like that, I don't, I don't, I don't rock with whatsoever, but, but, but two, I mean, if you think about it and, and I don't know, maybe this is, it sounds like a conspiracy theory, but maybe somewhat by design by the powers that be people's lives are so busy and so chaotic that they don't even have time to educate themselves. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I was talking with to unnecessary some, shit. Huh? With the necessary shit. The necessary shit. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. No, I'm saying it's it's chaotic with unnecessary yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And they don't have time to, to educate oh, yeah. themselves about the necessary, necessary. shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I, I was talking to somebody um, at work the other day, and, and he was like, because like, I've kind of had this theory for a while. I was like, it's it's funny to me that like inner city people and metropolitan people when it comes to the political sphere, they're very ignorant compared to suburban people. I don't know if you notice that like suburban yeah. people are very more like a lot more um, involved in what's going on in their communities. They're more inclined to know like their aldermen, their mayors. They're more inclined to kind of know like what the city and town is working on. Yeah. Like, do they support what the city and town is working on? If they're going to build a school flyers go out they have town halls it's getting discussed like yeah. a motherfucker can't just be like a chicago america just be like oh yeah we're building that and people don't got shit to say in these places like suburb suburbs and like suburban areas you can't just do that yeah like you'll be ousted now nah, the people want to know what's going on how much who's building it is it going to be on time and under cost like all of that stuff and and so I wonder if there's a correlation to be made between the tranquility and quietness of suburban life and like being informed versus the fast paced chaotic mindset of city life. And that's why like people are not informed because think about it in the city. Who can really work one job in the city? And make it, and make it like, yeah. I mean, hardly anybody. Every raise you get is right in line for another new tax. Exactly. Like right now, what are they talking about with with they they want to double the the city's restaurant? Yeah, uh, like the drink and food tax. So like, if you go out to the restaurant, they want to double that tax, whatever that tax is for. for so it's like they want to double that. This is not even like, oh, let's we're gonna do a two percent. No, let's double it. It's time. And then there's another one that they're proposing, which I didn't get into. I'm like, fuck. Like, how can people live? And, and and yeah, you're right. Like, when you're out kind of looking into the city and you're, you're, you're surrounding, you're like in a suburb or something, it is a lot quieter. It is a lot like, like if, it, if there's a property. Like, like, you could see a motherfucker kicking back and reading a book educating themselves on oh, some shit versus yeah. in the city, it's hard to even picture somebody doing that shit. Yeah. It's just a lot of distraction. Yeah. A lot of distraction. You don't even, even the, the way people dress really, like it's just kind of, I got some jeans, a, a t-shirt or, or, or like a regular shirt and 
I'm I'm doing shit. Like I'm 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 working on something, you know, as opposed to like in the city, you're you're more prone like to see people with like really nice shoes and and like up to date shit. And like right now, like for example, with with the youth, uh, Supreme is a big brand, and you see them. We saw when we went to L.A. and yeah. we were in uh, amongst you know the, the uh, L.A.ians. Um, they were all like really nicely. All everything was just trendy, trendy, trendy. It's unnecessary. Meanwhile, your city's on fire. Yeah, you're buying this three hundred dollar bag or whatever, but. You're not paying attention to the fucking, you know, the, the property taxes and the fact that there's homeless shitting in the streets. Yeah, like it, it, look how much it costs to live. It's ridiculous. There was that uh that house that was a couple houses away from where I was. I don't know if you remember, like when it was all fucking, it was all beat up. Yeah, dude, they were fucking calling every week. Get this shit out of here. Get the shit out of here. Get the shit out of here. Get <laughs> fucking they fucking took Demolished it down. It, yeah, and it's like. I feel like in the city that shit would have been there. Oh, no, that shit would have been there like, for years. Yeah. for years yeah. it would have been there. Motherfuckers have been doing drugs in there, and it's like, well, people don't pay attention to that, and people aren't. People are okay with it because oh, well, we got other shit to worry about. I remember, and 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 to me, this this is a big thing in my opinion. Like, if you're not in a very. Uh, in good finan- in a good financial predicament, I should not see you with fucking Jordans on. I should not see you with anything that that costs any amount of like like good money because like you can't afford it. In my opinion, your mindset should be let me do better. You know, like you shouldn't no get Reeboks. Let's go. And and you know, or get the fucking remember the Filas. Yeah. Get the, go to AJ Wright, motherfucker, like or or uh what is it? Uh there's the AJ Wrights, there's the Marshalls, all those like where they have like those clothes mm-hmm. that that's like brand names, but like real cheap because it was made like something was something slight like was off or something. Yeah, yeah, like you better be shopping there, you know, because like all this other shit doesn't matter until you get to a better place. But but see, in the city, you don't you see no. a lot of the opposite, like. If you're living in the hood, in the city shop for fun, like as a fucking pastime. Yeah, <laughs> like you know it. No. Hell no. And, and I mean, and if you have the money, like you know, more power to you. But that's really the case in the city. Well, you heard about the Chile stuff too, right? Yeah. <laughs> the because of the the bus hike, right? Like yeah, the, the bus hike. hike. These motherfuckers went on a fucking. Rampage. rampage yeah like dude they were b- burning buildings down i'm like holy fuck we but like it is crazy because i mean I, I i would suggest let's not do that right because that's kind of extreme but like on one hand you have people that just one fucking fair hike and they're burning the whole city down and over here they have a fucking massive dildo yeah fucking everybody you the fuck out <laughs> they're just lined every up every other week riding you out and you're just like give me more <laughs> give me more and and this these that asshole tax. that asshole's gonna get taxed tonight <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you know what you came from for that ass to get taxed didn't you <laughs> <laughs> look at me when i tax that ass <laughs> like that's literally what this eyes, bitch like that's literally what this yeah <laughs> 
what the city does. And meanwhile, these motherfuckers over there, like one fair hike, and it's like, oh, we're burning this shit down. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's what I'm saying. I mean, I but you. you kind of got to respect it yeah like, and that's what i'm saying like i was like holy shit these motherfuckers have some balls we balls don't have none or, or or maybe not maybe not even balls it's just the value of freedom the yeah. value that that they know it starts with a tax hike see yeah. this is the thing we know that this is where it starts and then and then it's 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 this gets hiked and then there's a tax on this and then there's a tax on that. Yeah. And then you get to 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 where we're at where there's really like no sign and stopping. The only good thing that I see with it is like and I, I'm not here to like boast or brag or anything like that, but I do pretty well for my age and like my circumstance and like my for my definitely for my socioeconomic background where I come from, everything like that. And I look at things and, and like I'm, I'm able to like get by and, and live and do good and, and save and have upward mobility and everything. And like, you know, my situation is is a, is a good one, I would I would describe it as. And I think something should be done. I know a lot of people that don't even do half as good as me. I can't imagine it being much longer before they start like like speaking out and voicing this shit because yeah. I can't see how they're not tapped out at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like tax yeah. wise, like yeah. at, at so I just and I think that's the only good thing that I can see out of out of all of this is that these motherfuckers are getting so crazy that I cannot see people just being like, yeah, enough is enough, you know, and then something like radical happening. But see. This is where the rich get richer, quote unquote, is in these liberal cities like L.A. God damn to live in L.A. is just to be poor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless you're rich. For the most part, unless you're rich. Yeah. And that's the thing. Chicago is pretty much like that. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago is like. Like I live, I live a very modest lifestyle. So like, you know, it's nothing for me. Like I'm, I don't know if you would consider me a minimalist, but like I live a very modest lifestyle and I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm happy. I'm content. But people that like live lifestyles where like want, or like they have kids that want, unless like you're rich, you're poor. Like you're, it's like a very poor lifestyle. Like yeah. it's, you know, I mean, and that's not like, like insult, trying to say that to be insulting or anything like that. It's just, if you live in a, in a city like Chicago and you're not rich to want the finer things, if you will, is to yeah. live a very poor lifestyle because like you just, most people can't afford it between like the, the, the cost of living, the taxes, the gasoline, just to travel to them from work. No, no, it's 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 yeah. ugly. It's ugly. Yeah, but that shit that shit'll come for anybody. And that's and then that goes back to what we were talking about. That <laughs> what originated this whole little uh sub conversation or side conversation is people are too preoccupied to to even think about what's going on in Hong Kong. It's too much going on up here to for that to even even play a role, but the problem is is that if and when that shit knocks on your front door, now you got to think about it. Yeah. And then you're going to wish that you had thought about it. 
Well, it kind of reminds me even like because I just recently I I watch this movie like every year, probably twice every year. You you have these movies that you watch, uh, The Dark Knight Rises, where he where where uh, Batman or Bruce Wayne he he was out of the limelight, and all of a sudden Bane surfaces, and then Batman thought like oh, I'm just gonna go in I'm gonna stop dude, and then dude gets fucking annihilated because this motherfucker is like I'm a I came from all this shit. Yeah, and you're coming in, and, and like, and this is a guy that wanted I to was do born good. Born in the darkness, yeah. <laughs> molded by it. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you do? And and this is like someone that was ready to face that shit, and you stood no chance because you weren't inform- you weren't in the world for such a long time, and yeah. that's why it's also important to always check yourself and always kind of. Well, we we were talking about this a couple days ago, just on the phone, about like always kind of. Looking back and being like, okay, what could I do better? 100%. Because this shit will creep up on you. 100% accurate. I was recently, well, I, I recently had, you know, a, a nice little financial milestone. And so I took the time and opportunity to look at the past year and and assess myself. Like assess what I've saved, what I've invested, opportunities that I've created for myself, my growth, shortcomings, all of that. And we were also talking about this uh this clip that you sent me on 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 Snapchat where this guy he made a certain amount of money but he owed like wow. student loans and all of this stuff. It was like a financial show. Um yeah. And it was and it was badass and and you and I got into a pretty lengthy conversation about how it's not just money decisions but there's also a philosophy attached to it. It's it's some one thing to adhere to a budget, yeah. but it's an, it's another thing to adhere to a philosophy. And I think like what you and I have more than you know being good budgeters or, or or being good accountants for ourselves or and and adhering to these budgets with like the discipline and whatnot, is by having a certain philosophy in money and like what money is. And I mean, there's so many great books about like the philosophy that you can adapt uh, for money, like Rich Dad Poor Dad, The Richest Man in Babylon. Even to a certain degree, Aaron Clary's Bachelor Pad Economics has a lot of like great philosophical things about money. You know, because like people look at money as like a very simple thing. Like, oh, if I work this job, I make this much money, this and that. Which, I mean, not to say that that's dumb or anything, but like motherfuckers don't get rich off that. Yeah, that's the basic. Yeah, live. Yeah, like like a motherfucker ain't going to get rich off, off of thinking that way. Um, but the basic is very important. Yeah. Shelter, food, clothes. But even that, how you move, how you maneuver that, even how you maneuver that, like is, 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 is philosophy. Yep. But in that we, you know, I was like, for as good as a year I had, I was like, damn, there's still some areas I could have done better. And, and it's crazy because. Like you and I, like we'll hear each other talk like that, and it'll be like, "Well, dude, you had a fucking phenomenal year. Like you did great. Like, 
But it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, and it's good to have a friend that's going to like, you know, give you that pat on the back. But it's also good to check yourself and be like, yeah, yeah but I could have still did better. Yeah. And that's where growth comes from. That's where growth. Oh, shit. Look, I could bench press 200 pounds. I think I could do 220. Yeah. Oh, shit. I could do 230. Oh, shit. I could do 240 and so on and so forth. Yeah. Or I can run a mile in this amount of time. Oh, shit. I could do it in this. Like, whatever it is that you're doing you feel like you could do better. And I was like, oh, you know, I did good. I invested. I, I, you know, I put into a retirement account. I got this going. I saved this amount of money, all of that. But I could still do better. Yeah. yeah. Always be checking yourself. And that's, that, that, that goes along with the philosophy aspect. Because if it yeah. was just a budget, yeah, it would I, just be like, you'd just be the same every year. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I, I, I uh, followed my budget. You know, everything's good, but no, when you add the, 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 the blanket of what your philosophy of this shit is, is, well, oh man, I could do a little bit better this year. Then the next year happens I could do a little bit better, but that's again, the philosophy. So it is very important that, that you pointed that out because it doesn't matter much if you just get a rule book. It's like, you know, when you're younger and you're like, man, I wish someone could just have a, a book with a blueprint on how to do shit. It wouldn't do anything for you because yeah. it would be devoid of the philosophy, you know, like, like in the sense of like, you could have a rule book that says you do this, you do this, you do this, but like, there has to be some sort of, yeah, like, I guess, balance to it that and, you and also, would only know And also like it. what it is, what it is that you value. Yeah. Like I, I've kind of come to the realization that for as, as much business acumen that I have and you know, making financial moves and being financially savvy and, and, and trying to always grow money and materialism and consumerism isn't really like what moves me. What moves me is freedom. Yeah, That's my thing. Like, I like freedom. Like, I don't yeah. like to be confined to financial strains. I don't be like to be confined to like a limitation like oh, I can't do this I can't I can't buy that if I so chose to like yeah. that's the thing that that moves me that's more of a philosophical thing it's not because I'm the type of motherfucker that like they could come right now and be like oh we're going to give you this much money but like you're you know you got to work here and be here and like it's so rigorous and all of that and to me it's like well I don't feel free anymore like yeah you like you you're taking away the very thing that like I'm working so hard to like gather and and obtain yeah you come to that you come to conclusions like that based off of your philosophy yeah that shit's crazy man so moving on to a more lighthearted subject, if you will, cinema. And recently, legendary director Martin Scorsese and legendary, because this guy has directed Casino, Goodfellas, The Departed, uh, Taxi Driver. I mean, the list goes on and on and on of great movies. Yeah. Pretty much everybody has seen at least one of his movies. And pretty much at least one of his movies is probably in your top 10. If you're a movie person, The yeah. Wolf of Wall Street, like this guy is just raging bull. Just he's just awesome. Yeah. He recently came out and said that Marvel movies are not cinema. And boom, the internet blew up. 
uh, people had a lot to say about it. What's your take on that? I'd have to agree. I'd have to agree because you look at the way Marvel treats their realm and, and how they move. It's not that of someone someone growing up and really appreciating cinema. Right. It's more so of like someone that was like, oh man, comic books. I wish these were like live action and then went about it in that way. Yeah. But even then it's like, it's moved. It's more of a money maker. It's more of what what those fucking eighties action movies were, nineties action movies were. Cash grabs. Yeah, um, I put those in the same realm. Uh, obviously, I like them better. I like Marvel movies better than like the Fast Furious, but it's in the same realm. Fast and the Furious type movies where everything blows up, shit, like. It's garbage. Yeah, yeah. And like, with Marvel, I don't know if I would classify it as garbage because it's a lot of good shit. And, like, these are characters that you know and love. Mm-hmm. But let's not let's not make a mistake and let's not, you know, let's recognize that there's a lot of trash that's produced in Hollywood. Yeah. And you have to be able to tell the difference. Yeah, like, I, I think Scorsese... What he meant, because because Coppola kind of backed that up, and he said uh, Marvel movies are, are are garbage, but Scorsese was talking about comic book movies. But I I, I would have to disagree with that aspect because there are comic book movies that are great, that are fan fucking tastic, that are cinema. Joker being one of them. Yeah. Yeah. To 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 name a recent reference. As a matter of fact, if 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 you've watched Joker and you like Joker, if you watch uh, Taxi Driver, you see that Joker took some of the ideas of Taxi Driver and applied it in its own way. And Taxi Driver is a hell of a movie. You know, like if if you haven't watched it, and if you like Joker, I would suggest watching that. And you see, like Joker was treated. Like, like it was uh, art. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's definitely cinema. Yeah, the Dark Knight uh, 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 trilogy, as, as as much as it was like you know, obviously it has the traditional uh, comic book movie uh, things, like you know, like the action and all that stuff. It still was treated in a way where like there was definitely serious uh, undertones to the movie. And it was very cinematic. Very cinematic. Yeah. Very. I mean, it was shot on, on IMAX and, and that, even like the, the that's the stuff one of that the dope about. things about Christopher Nolan is he'll take. He's one of the few that can make a blockbuster movie cinematic. Oh like, yeah. Like Inception is another one, such a huge blockbuster action movie. Yet it's just like you could see this shit being like nominated for best picture. Yes. Yes. And and but I mean you could tell that he really delved into it. And I mean, if you don't believe me, I mean, watch every Batman movie before the Dark Knight trilogy. And the original 1980s Batman film was pretty good, but it still fails in comparison to to the trilogy. Yeah. It, it's it's the trilogy is actually it, which is very weird if you think about it because most Batman movies were pretty like I guess children friendly, but the cartoon which was for children 
was a lot more like adult friendly. Yeah. It was like what Batman was. And it had a lot more adult themes and yeah, 100%. Which is why I wasn't a huge fan of the movies when I was a kid because I was like, oh, that's cool, but like the show's better. Like yeah. the show's better. Um, it's just, and, and if you watch the animated series, it's so weird because it's so much better than all those movies that came out in the 90s. Dude, there's scenes, like I was watching the other day because I, I have the whole series the the clay face one dude i'll never forget that shit yeah. that shit was dark <laughs> yeah, yeah i never i never forget yeah. like when they make them yeah and, and then he's the like an actor that's like he's like on uh his last legs as far as his youth and he wants to he takes this stuff and and like to you know make him look younger and at first it works yeah. But then it's too much, and then he he turns into Clayface, and like the music, and like how sad he is, and everything is <laughs> dark. It's super dark. That's so crazy. But I don't I that. honestly, I don't know if any Batman movie has like touched a subject matter so dark like that. Like yeah. and that was for children. <laughs> I remember watching that shit. That shit was fascinating, but that shit was dark. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. And it was crazy because like it was like a real. Like the dark, the, the the Batman series was like so opposite of the Spider Man series because they would come right. I for, I forgot which one was first. I think Batman was first, and I then Spider Man. So. And it's like that shit was dark, and then it was like Spider Man was a light, like a light show. So I, I felt like I was badass, and but I loved the, them. the one that was like in the middle was X Men. Like it had some like like oh, yeah. darker adult stuff, but then it was also like Spider Man. But yeah. That would have definitely been in the middle for yeah, sure. Yeah, Batman animated series was definitely, definitely adult content. And it's like, damn, like this is, this is what what art is. Whereas, like, again, and I'm not here. I'm not gonna say that that like Infinity War and Endgame weren't great movies. Uh, you you brought up a good uh, point. Winter Soldier, classic. Uh, the first Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Well, actually, that was the only Incredible Hulk, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. That was that was classic. Um, There's still the rest is like more fun. Yeah, like like Thor Ragnarok. That was a fun movie. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, fun movies, but that's as much as I could give them. Yeah, I don't know if you could classify it as cinema. Yeah, and then also you have to take into context the perspective. This is a world class, legendary, historic director that has directed some of the greatest pieces of art the world will ever see. I mean, he did The Wolf of Wall Street, The Departed, Goodfellas Casino. I mean, it's just not like, like this is another level, another league of, of director. You can't even... So to him, yeah, like you have to take that into consideration also. And even on Howard Stern... Robert Downey Jr. was asked about that, like how he felt that Scorsese said that, and he treaded softly. Yeah. Because, I mean, the dude's a legend. Like, he's not going to get under his skin. He was just like, he's like, well, he's like, I mean, he's he, he's like, yeah, I mean, that's how he feels. And, like, and then and Howard Stern was trying to, like, get it out of him. But how do you feel that he feels that way? He's like, well, you know. That's what's great. Like he could feel how he feels. I feel how I feel. Like it was like a very soft. Yeah. And actually, that was the point, and I almost forgot when we were talking about the 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 last uh, the last segment, which was about China and how these companies bend to China. Of course, they don't give a fuck about China. 
you already pointed out that Tarantino don't give a fuck about China. Like, yeah. no, this is what you take it or leave it. Well, shit, South Park doesn't give a fuck about China. Yeah. In the episode, they were like, fuck China. And then when China actually banned them from the country, they posted that very uh, sarcastic tweet. Did you? Did you? He, yeah, he where, told me where, about where it. They, where he were uh, <laughs> uh, either it was Matt Stone or Trey Parker. I don't know which one posted it. But it was something along the lines of, uh, we're sorry, China, uh, that we've upset you. We here at the South Park Studios love money more than we love freedom, like the NBA and Disney. Uh, you know, pretty much stuff like that. Your president doesn't look just like Winnie the Pooh. Like <laughs> they got at them, and then and it's like, oh, are we good? You know, obviously knowing that they're not gonna they're not gonna buy that shit. But it was just funny because that's their stance. It's like, yeah, fuck you. Like, and I, my art is way more important than what whatever the hell you My you art, think. my freedom, the yeah. values, like the country I'm from, like values me being able to say what I want to say. Nah, fuck you. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty great. Leave it to South Park, though, to show us the way, you know? <laughs> right? <laughs> of course. Always saving the day. God bless them. Well, I think that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening, so keep listening. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, Apple. So share us on all of them. If we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, go to our website. It's hangingwithapes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Follow us on Twitter. We're out. Peace. Peace.